inside college football. This is the College Football Connection Podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Welcome in, college football fans. Marty Jenkins here alongside my man, Alvin Reed. We are already, already, excuse me, in week five. Alvin, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine, man. I like, you know, you start with week zero, mm-hmm. right, with there's actually games. So then when you say it's five and you add it up in your head, it's like, oh, my God, it's October. It's October. We're halfway home. We're halfway home. Or, yeah, they they all start really counting now. Mm-hmm. Appreciate y'all listening where you are doing good, getting to lots of listeners. Alvin and I just having a good time every week, and uh, I'm 27 and 21 right now. You did pretty good last week. I did pretty good, but let me tell you what, man. I um, <laughs> This is, what did you say? Uh, the surest thing on the board for, oh, let's say about 50 minutes last week. Kansas? Nope. Was the under in Notre Dame and Wisconsin. Oh, my God. And Wisconsin's quarterback just decided. Like, yeah. Yes. And you want to talk about a misleading final score. Notre Dame had like that not pick six at the end, fumble return for, I mean, 41-13. You know, that that game should have been more like a, you know, a 28-7. Well, well <laughs> it, 21, um, kickoff return, mm-hmm. two interception return, 21 points. You shave that off there. It's like you, good ball game. Under hits. Under hits. People, Under hits, good ball game. Now you, you pick that up, they kick kick their tail. People out there in Vegas already thought they won probably on the under, so they're spending their profit. Oh, yeah, ain't that <laughs> right. Right. You can't cash them till the game is yeah, over, that's though. That's right. Other quick takeaways. I, I mean, biggest story in college football this year, I think, is Arkansas. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> once again. Once again, I, I failed to give Arkansas proper respect. Me, too. Me too. And I don't I just don't I and I'll do it again this week. NC State beats Clemson. Feinbaum says that dynasty's over. I, I saw that too. I saw that too. I can't disagree with him. Mm-hmm. I will say this. All right. Your your defensive line, your offensive line aren't as skilled as they used to be. Mm-hmm. In this day of the especially the transfer, mm-hmm. I can't say anybody who had a dominant football program. A year ago, two years ago, is now never going to have another dominant football team. I yep. I, I can't sign off on that. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I have to, I have to disagree with Mr. Feinbaum on that. And then he's always coming from Alabama is the greatest thing since the earth was created. He's so. not a homer, is he? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> right. So yeah, you know, I I take everything he says with a grain of salt. All right. Well, let's start with this week. My wife's going to be on pins and needles tonight as a a weird Friday night Big Ten game for Iowa. As they go to Maryland, Iowa three-and-a-half-point favorites over under 47-and-a-half. Maryland undefeated, too. A sneaky, great Friday matchup. Uh, Taka Viola for Maryland, 10 touchdowns, an interception. Great running back in Davis, good receiving core. Iowa's also got a great running back, 364 yards on the year, five touchdowns for Goodson. Receiving core's a little thin, though, besides tight end Sam Laporta for Iowa. I always bet against Iowa and Arkansas um, and Alvin. I think I'm going to do it again this weekend, <laughs> and people are getting on me. I'm going to take Maryland to cover that three and a half, but I think there's going to be lots of points in this one, so I'm taking the over and Maryland to cover. I'm I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with Iowa on this one. Um, I, I, I until Maryland, you know, really shows me struggle I, with Illinois. That's I, you. You took the words right out of my mm-hmm. mouth. A little bit too much struggle with Illinois. Um, a little too much in every game. They 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 got moments where they aren't the best team on the field. Mm-hmm. 
There's nothing to be said wrong about winning games, and they're winning games. But I'm going to have to go with Iowa okay. on this one because because Iowa has playoff aspirations. Yeah, and Iowa knows if they lose to Maryland, that's that's pretty much over unless yeah. they win the Big Ten championship game. So I I I I think not that it means more for Iowa, mm-hmm. but I think Iowa has, won't be they won't get backdoored by Maryland. Every game is is vitally important. And they may come in saying, like, we're a better football team than Maryland. We should beat Maryland. But I don't think that will be a cause for them to um, not play good football. So you like the Hawkeyes? I like the Hawkeyes. 47 and a half, I'll go under on that one. Okay. All right. So we're going opposite on both of those picks. Okay. And I'll tell you what, I know there were some offseason issues there, but you talk about a coach who just gets three- and four-star guys in every year. Yeah. Every, you look at, every year you look at the calendar, in October and November – they're like damn near undefeated every year. Right, Iowa, right? <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, I I agree with you. Right, they're you know every team that's trying to get it together looks at that and like you said, like man, they don't have a lot of five stars on their team. <laughs> yeah. Now I will say this: how he gets kids from these major metropolitan areas like St. Louis to go to Iowa. Now that one I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, but he's able to do it. If you look at that roster, there ain't a lot of yeah, right. That line is corn fed, but. <laughs> Man, them skill players are from all over America. Yeah. So, I, I got to give it to him for his recruiting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Talked about teams I bet against. Number eight, Arkansas, 11 a.m., with a monster matchup at number two, Georgia. Between the hedges, 17.5-point favorites, 49.5, the over-under. Sam Pittman, Arkansas coach, done a great job thus far. Under Kirby Smart for four years. Um you know about that Georgia defense. Run defense is awesome. Arkansas is good on the ground, but I like Georgia in that matchup. Georgia with a wide receiving core that's loaded. Quarterback JT Daniels is hurt. He's got a lat issue, but Stetson Bennett's a good backup. Um, we talked about Arkansas. They've been a great story this year thus far. K.J. Jefferson, Traylon Smith running back, Traylon Burks. They're good. They're really good. But, and I, I picked A&M, but I think this is a different animal here. You're going to Athens. I like Georgia. To cover, this opened at 19. It's down to 17 and a half. I'll go opposite on that. I take Georgia to cover and the under, and I think the difference is Georgia's D-line overpowering Arkansas's O-line. I, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take Georgia mm-hmm. once again. I do feel like Texas A&M had their chances and just never really, just never – they were one touchdown away from putting the heat on Arkansas all throughout that game, even mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, and they just couldn't get it done. More power to Arkansas. Yeah. You know, but that national title talk for the A&M kind of fizzled out. Or well, you hurry, couldn't if you it? looked at that, you know, you looked at that game and said, like, oh, my God, they're not they're not that good. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like they suck, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, come on now, really? So I'm going to go with Georgia on this one. I think this is the uh, – it, it's time for Georgia to really kind of, like, make some you know kind of statement because Clemson doesn't count anymore obviously <laughs> and man let's go years back you know we were doing the show on Saturdays for all the talk the SEC is top heavy mm-hmm. when, when you start talking about once you get past maybe the top two teams in each you know of their divisions there's just a lot of you know really and so people have been crying that for years. I know that's You've what I'm been saying. One of them. Yeah, we, we so like if you really break it down. All right, so Georgia, you're as good as Alabama. So you say mm-hmm. you're a threat to win the national championship. You're better than Ohio State. You're better than 
Washington, Oregon, you're better than all these different teams. Well, then you gotta you gotta do away with Arkansas at home. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna put my faith in them. I think they cover the 17 and a half. I think it's too much. I think the problem with the 17 and a half is that they'll win by 14, 15 points, mm-hmm. not that it'll be a really close game. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way Arkansas wins this game, but no way. If they do, though, holy smokes. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about something brewing in Fayetteville. If they win this game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Forget about it. And they control these games. You know, the games that they, they have won that we said they would not cover on, or quite frankly lose, um, although I did call the, the Texas game right, they were in control of those games. Yep. So it's not like they were down 21 points and then just all hell broke loose and they came back and mm-hmm. miraculously won. They've been in control. So that tells me that they got some decent defensive line play. They got some decent offensive line play. Yeah. And if you got those two things, then you can, you're in any ballgame. And they're over-under on wins to start the year was five and a half. I was so just saying, the yeah, but that. they were under 500 teams. Yeah. You're almost there on that one. Mm-hmm. Michigan at Wisconsin. We talked about that Wisconsin debacle last weekend. Mm-hmm. Here comes undefeated Michigan with quarterback Cade McNarum, excuse me, Cade McNamara, coming in to Madison. Wisconsin's one and two, and they're favored by two. They they cover by two. They cover by a touchdown. This is the fire Jim Harbaugh talk is alive and well Sunday morning. You like whiskey? I like whiskey. I like whiskey to cover. Michigan ain't showing me that Michigan out there scuffling Fairly with Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was out of town last week at Missouri Press Association thing, and uh, I was driving back across the state. It was the western part of the state, and I was driving back. So you know, I'm listening to different games. You know, they're going back and forth on you know one of the ES you know PN ESPNU. As a matter of fact, all right, and uh, that's all I was thinking. Like you know, so they stop them. Uh, you know, on fourth down late in the game, and you know they, the Michigan announcers are like, "What big stuff for Michigan?" The crowd's going crazy. I'm like, "Rutgers had the ball with a chance to tie you." That's all need be said right there. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now, really? Hey. And Rutgers is better, but it's still no, Rutgers. no. The Rutgers is better, right? They aren't god awful, but that's what I'm saying is like, all right. So now I'm I expect this Michigan team to go in and play a, a pissed off Wisconsin outfit. In Madison. In Madison. That's what I'm saying. And not get beat? No. Not at all. Oh, man. I, I want to agree with you, Alvin, but you take a look at this Wisconsin team. Graham Mertz, six interceptions and one touchdown. I, I understand. But they'll, I, I, see, I thought they would just roll, you know, just keep running the rock on Notre Dame. And they had the game in control. Then you give up a 100 yard touchdown return. And next thing you know, you're back down seven points. Then you find yourself in the fourth quarter. And I would, I would, I would, Wisconsin coaching staff, you kind of, I think you kind of freaked out in the fourth quarter. I think time was on your side. Just, just, you know, let's not lose the game in the last 10 minutes of the game. They completely threw the game away in the last 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. Oh, they did. No doubt about uh, right. it. I'm going to take Wisconsin. I'm, 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 I'm going to give Michigan that two and a half. All right. Well, and arguably the biggest weekend of the year. This is this is one of the games I'm looking forward to the most because I really want to see, and, and that Wisconsin quarterback, I think Harbaugh gets the monkey off his back in this one. I do like the under big time in this game because I think Michigan's wide receiving core has issues with Wisconsin's secondary. I'm going to take the under 
and I'm going to go against you here. I think Michigan can come in there, and I think this is just a different Wisconsin team this year. And if they lose this one, which I think they will, then people are going to start barking, I think. Like, come on, what's going on here? We, you know, we were preseason, you know, top 10. You're one and three now. I mean, I think that's going to happen. I like Michigan and the under. All right. I, I can see with the under because I, I, I could see where it won't be a lot of points. Because for one thing, they ain't going to throw the ball. I mean, Wisconsin showed what they do when they throw the football. Yeah. Right. So it'll be a lot of running plays. But I think Wisconsin, I, I think Wisconsin covers that. All right. Show me Michigan. Show and, us. And I'm, and I'm sure a Michigan fan. It's saying, like, you better show me something. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, that should be a good one. Um, and the one you and I were talking about before we hopped on air here, man, I studied this one, studied and studied, and I still don't know what to do on it. I mean, number seven, since he goes to number nine, Irish. And, I mean, I still don't know anything about either of these teams. I'm not, I'm not taking a lot of stock in that Wisconsin win, even though it was a good win. Right. I agree with you. The way that game was in the fourth quarter, I all I've read and all I've heard, his coach was on. I, I, I listened to the Cincinnati's coach. Man, he's very down to earth. Yeah. And whatever's going on with Cincinnati, they play good football. They yeah. don't turn it over. They don't have a lot of penalties. They seem like they will not be the least bit, um, you know, shaken or rattled by the fact that they're playing at – Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. By the way, Toledo almost beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame, so that's all they needed to know. Like, Purdue you know, too. right? You know, they. I'm, I'm sure that they looked at the film and said, like, forget that crowd. You yeah. know, they, wait. If we go in here and take care of our business, we can win this football game. Right. And I, I, because I, I was an intern up there in 1981, and this is right when Gary Moeller was hired. Gary, Gary Moeller, Moeller, you know, wow. Gary Moeller was a high school coach at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, not Gary Moeller. He coached at Moeller. Uh, what was his name? Oh, man. Some, oh, I can't think of his name. All right. Anyway, Flop is a coach. Uh-huh. All right. But Cincinnati is huge Notre Dame territory. Yeah. And their coach was saying, like, the the entire Cincinnati metropolitan area is a buzz. And he said, all I'm hearing, you know, is that people are somehow getting down there to go to the game. And he was laughing. He said, like, well, I'm glad you're telling me, but who are you going down there to roof for? You know, was, <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's a, there is a lot of Cincinnati area. We could go down there and beat Notre Dame. And I think people are, are wanting to be there for this, for this moment. I want Cincinnati to beat Notre Dame, and that's not because I'm hating on Notre Dame. I want Cincinnati – to win that game. Mm-hmm. I want Cincinnati to get in the college football playoff. I want a power five team to not be in at the behest of Cincinnati. Cause then we could stop arguing again because of, you know, all these defections of people skipping to different conferences because we were close to having an 18 playoff and now everybody's mad. And so that fell apart. But if Cincinnati's in and some other teams aren't, you watch this summer. They will. It, it might be a twelve team. It might be sixteen. Teams yeah. Because that'll be enough. Cincinnati earned their way in. I'm out. Well, I gotta. We gotta find a way to get the Cincinnati's in, without them being undefeated. So that guarantees that I get in. Yeah. So yes, I think it would be for the best for all college football if Cincinnati. Won. If Cincinnati wins, yeah. I absolutely do. That'd be huge. You taking mm-hmm. them minus two. 
I got to I got to take Notre Dame. Okay. I am still going to give the I'm still giving the points, okay? okay. I, just, I I what I want and what I wish for uh, I I I just don't know. Let's pick them. 2 points and Notre Dame's at home. What do you get? 3 points, maybe 4. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's a pick 'em. And I feel like a lot of people are looking at this like Cincinnati's favored by two at Notre Dame. Mm. Everybody loves Notre Dame. Let's take Notre Dame. I think Cincinnati goes in there and wins. But that's not my pick. This is too hard to pick. Mm. My only pick in this game is the under. I think it's under 50 and a half. Um, it opened at 49, so it's moved a point and a half. I'm going to go the under on this game. Um, I think it could be an, a, a sluggish affair. Uh, you know, we've seen this Irish offense. You know, they got turnovers. Don't even know if Jack Cohn's going to play, although their backup looked better. Cincinnati going into hostile territory. I think the under is going to hit in this game. That is my pick. As far as the winner, I'm not making a pick. It's just too hard to pick. Yeah. I'm going the under. I'm going to um, go – look, I'm going to go the under also because I think it's – it's. Cincinnati's not going to outscore Notre Dame. If, 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 you know, if they get to run into the ball and make a special teams touchdown, make another defensive touchdown, I don't think – Cincinnati keeps up. Yeah. And that's why I think it's a little less. But I'll, I'll tell you how it goes over. If it, it, it goes over by Cincinnati scoring points. And it's Cincinnati housing. Yeah. yeah. I, like, wait, all of a sudden, you know, what can we say? Mm-hmm. Cincinnati gets to 30, 31. Yeah. And Cincinnati keeps. 31, 21. Final, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, something like that. Right. All right, another team I don't know anything about thus far, even though they played four games. Number six Sooners going to Kansas State, going to Manhattan, where they've lost the last two times they've gone to Manhattan. Yes. Um, And, I mean, Spencer Rattler, I mean, he's looked pretty pedestrian thus far. I mean, he kind of of talked his way out of that Heisman real quick. Uh, You know, they barely beat West Virginia. Um, They struggle with Nebraska. They barely beat Tulane. Um I think this is the game, though, where Rattler and that loaded wide receiver core, we we see what we want, we were supposed to see at the beginning of the year. Um, and K-State, by the way, did you see they barely beat Carbondale a couple weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> I think I like Oklahoma in this game. Um, it's all the way up to 11 now. I'm going to take Oklahoma to cover that 11, and I think they're going to go over. I think it's going to be over 52 points, and I think Oklahoma may put up 40. Over 52 but I'm going to take my 11 points, and I'm going to take the Wildcats because Oklahoma. I'm just, I'm just telling you, that place down there, it's still open air. Wind get to blowing. I don't know what the weather forecast is mm-hmm. and all that. But I, I'm just, I think it's too many points. Yeah. In other words, let's say Oklahoma came in six and a half. Yeah. I would take Oklahoma, and Oklahoma would probably beat them by 20 points. Okay. But 11, I, I don't know. I just, Oklahoma's got to prove it. Yeah. I think they do this weekend. Has Oklahoma, Oklahoma hasn't played a solid football game this season. No, besides the first game of the year, I think they beat Missouri State. Yeah, <laughs> right. But after that, it. Yeah, but I think they bust out this weekend right. finally. Uh, and so you're who right. are you going with again? How, how, I'm going to take my 11 points. I'm going to take K State. Okay, I think it's closer than that. This has the potential to be a monster matchup. The over under 79 points. Number 12, Ole Miss, and number one, Bama. Opened up at 16 and a half, down to 15. Uh, quarterback Matt Coral, you know, it's going to be an NFL star. They say deep running back group, balanced wide receiver group. Um, but Alabama's got all those things too. Um, this has moved to the opposite way. It's gone from 16 and a half down to 15. Um, I'm not going to bet against Alabama anymore. I think 
Alabama covers that 15. But I don't think we're going to see 79 points. That's jumped up a few points. I'm going to take Bama to cover and the under. We're, we're the same on that one. Same? Yeah, we're the same. All right. All right. I, I, we're the same on that one. The whole Lane Kiffin is is now <laughs> talking about, you know, oh, the USC job and the that job, and I'm just as good as Nick Saban and getting all under people's skin again and all that. And I don't think Ole Miss has shown me enough that they're ready ready for that. I also think it's time for Alabama to kick somebody's ass. Too. I'm sure Nick Saban is tired of <laughs> after the Gainesville game. Yeah, like I'm sure Nick Saban is tired of, you know, waking up Sundays and I don't know if he listens to the, you know, talk radio or the social media or whatever, but I'm sure he has heard enough what's wrong with Alabama. Yeah. And you're and thinking he's tired like, of it. Yeah. And he's probably thinking like, um, what's wrong with us? We're undefeated. We're number one in the nation. <laughs> Chances we we got a seventy percent chance of winning the national championship, but yet something is wrong with us. I'm sure that's starting to irritate him. Yeah, I bet. So we're in agreement on that one. Mm-hmm. Let's go to number twenty one Baylor, who's still undefeated. They go to Stillwater, undefeated pokes as well. Uh Baylor just won in Ames, thirty one twenty nine. Baylor's secondary, not good. I got my lock of the week right here. My lock of the week are 2-0 and the last two weeks. Um, the over. I'm taking the over in this game, and I'm also going to take um, – I'm going to take uh, Oklahoma State to cover that uh, two points, three points, whatever you see that. So I like the over and Oklahoma State in this one. I do too. I, I, I tell you what, I will go with the under on that one, uh, but Okie State – this is there. This is there. We want to play Oklahoma, and we want Oklahoma to be undefeated two game. Yeah, and we cannot. We're, obviously, we won't be undefeated. We lose to Baylor at home. So let's mm-hmm. let's let's. So yeah, I like Oklahoma State covering. Now this is an intriguing one. <laughs> Charlotte three and one. We talked about them earlier in the year. You know they had a a good win at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Opened up at eight points. Now it's ten and a half point favorites in favor of the Illini, who are one and three. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois better win this game. I mean, they have better win this game. And Charlotte, you know, they got a good aerial attack, and Illinois' secondary is not that good. I really like – I think there's going to be lots of points in this one. I'm going to take the over in this one. This game is tough to call, um, so I'm going to stick away from picking um, against the spread this one as far as a winner's concerned. But I am going to take the over. I think we have lots of points in this game, but this game's too tough to call in my opinion. All right, I will not I'm I'm, I'm going to leave the I'll, I'll leave the over and under alone on this one. I am going to I'm, I'm going to take Charlotte and I'm going to take those points they're giving. Who's Illinois to be giving anybody a limit? <laughs> I, I I and I <laughs> I feel you on that. Hey, man. my 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 Illini friend Dan out there. You know how I feel. Hey, 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 you know, but we I root come, for him. Hey, come on, Illinois. Who like I said, really? Yeah. And Charlotte has played some decent football. Yeah. They beat Duke, didn't they? Yeah. Duke's not, you know, it's still an ACC team. Right. (laughs) Who is Illinois to be giving anybody a level? Yeah, you'd be damn sure this will be the last time Illinois is favored by this many points this season. Double digit. Come on. I know, right? Let's stay local. Speaking of teams who need a win, Tennessee 2-2 at Mizzou 2-2. Be interesting to see what kind of crowd we got in Columbia this weekend. It's supposed to be raining tomorrow, too. Yeah, I can just I can just I, see it now, man. I, sparse, sparse. <laughs> um, I don't like Tennessee though, man. I don't like that wide receiving core. Um, I actually think Mizzou rolls in this one. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to take the Mizzou to roll and the under. All right, I I was I I was back, or um, and saw some of the Tennessee game, and Tennessee looked like 
they were a, were a viable contender against Florida, Florida mm-hmm. until they weren't. Right. And I don't think they can bring that to Columbia and do the same thing over again. Blowout city. Missouri covers. Yeah. I, I was surprised it was that high based upon what Missouri did against Boston College. That was disgraceful because they were a better team than Boston College. Right. Tell your coach now, see, that's why you don't yap. That's why you don't come on talking about, oh, I wish we were playing somebody regional. When was the last time we recruited a player from the great state of Massachusetts? <laughs> <laughs> and that was like bulletin board material. Yeah. Right. They're still undefeated, I think, BC. Yeah. So they mocked Missouri as they were leaving town. But, you know, like, come on, Missouri, you, you got to stop somebody sometime, somewhere. Oh. All right. This is for you right here, Alvin. Here we go. All right. Last week you said there's something oh, happening. Oh, something in happening here. <laughs> but we ain't sure exactly clear what it is. Here we go. There's something happening. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what was happening. Because it looked like my record was going to be a lot better than it was last week. Mm-hmm. And then Kansas just crapped the bed late. Yep. Oh. And they didn't even cover. All right. Well, let me tell you what. I'm driving back. I had that marked as a win. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm driving back. Okay? And, of course, you know, I'm near Kansas City. So I got the game on the radio. Clears a bell. And I'm driving across the state. And it gets to halftime. It's really starting to, you know, but, you know, KU's up. And they come out at halftime and get a long run. And we're like in touchdown territory. They're like, man, we scored a touchdown. We're up. You know, we're up 10 points. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the touchdown. Kicked the field goal. We're up six. And, you know, we're like three minutes into the third quarter. Yeah. and so Deep I, in the third quarter. Deep, right. And I'm thinking, you know, like, look, get a stop. Or even if they score a touchdown, you know, get, get a stop. Get after them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And no. Man, it went south in a, in a big hurry. Really bad. Look, uh, quarterback, this kid Bean, man, he's doing all he can, but he threw the worst interception you ever want to see, and that just turned that game all around. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't do any research on this one. I'm not going to yeah. pick this one, but I mean, you can officially make a pick if you want. But are you are you taking the 34 and a half in Ames? I don't. That's tomorrow night, I think, or that's tonight. No, no, no. It's Saturday. It is Saturday. Yeah, it's okay. Saturday. Again. All right, you taking the 34 half? <laughs> Look, 34 and a half is too many points to be given to anybody, but I would – come on, man. House, car, Iowa State covers. Because Iowa State is hacked off from their game, you know, last week. They could have beat Baylor, and they flitted it away. And so, as a result, I, as a result, I think that they take it out on Kansas. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, Kansas – these coaches are all saying, like, man, they're they're kind of a different team. We do see a little something a little different here. Right. And I think Iowa State, in their minds, want they said, like, no, nope, we need to take care of this business because the last thing we need is these idiots to start feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know, because every other year we have to go there and we would just assume have KU be a sure win as opposed to be, like, something iffy yeah. all the time. So yeah, I think they I think they bring their A game. I think they bring their we're really upset how we played last week game. That they yeah. They blow them out. Yeah. I'm just taking a look here at your bet on the over over one and a half wins. And you just don't know which Kansas team's gonna show up. I mean, they're right. not gonna win at Iowa State. They're probably not going to uh, – they got to buy next week. They're not going to win at home against Texas Tech with well, the way Texas Tech scores points. That's homecoming. 
and they got a week off. Still, I I, I hear you. Who do you think's gonna be? What do you think the point spread's gonna be in that game in Lawrence? I have Texas no idea. Tech? I mean, what? Okay, let's say KU plays Iowa State halfway decently. Texas Tech may come in favored as a touchdown. Yeah, maybe touchdown, more. maybe more, but it would be it would be within you know the two score range. Yeah. I could see maybe Kansas hanging around in that one like they do in a lot of games and then losing late. Um, so that's one solid shot, but I, I'm still looking at their schedule for for your bet because I'm rooting for you. They don't beat Oklahoma. They don't beat Oklahoma State. They have a chance to beat Kansas State in Lawrence. Yes. That's that, that's about – That's the best chance. That's that's the best chance now. Because you play at TCU. Um, who, we, who we have traditionally over the last decade, even in even – at the worst of times, for some reason, we play close games with TCU. At TCU, I still think, do you think their best chance to win another game, I'm, I'm going to say it's when they host Kansas State, and I'm going to say it's when they host West Virginia. Yes. Now, West Virginia somehow was in the game with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But by the time we get to that game, yeah, that's, the, that's one where they just the game will be over and KU will have more points than West Virginia. Good news for you, though, if we get to the final game of the year and they're still at one win, you could hedge that last game. Bet bet for West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I know, could. you're right. You're right. So that's a safe play there. Mm. All right, man. We got lots of games this weekend. You can be able to catch most of them. Or you got something going man, on? Man, I literally, I that's, I'm going to be tooling around the house. It's supposed to be, like I said, it's supposed to be raining. And I've been, I've been doing stuff on like about three or four weekends in a row. I think I'm just I am literally just chilling. Watch games. Yep. I'm 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 gonna sit down and watch me some college football. From Let's, eleven o'clock to eleven o'clock. Let's do our weekly uh Cardinals update. They finally lost. Mm-hmm. You know, basically they I haven't checked the standings. Is are the dot are the Giants still like a game and a half ahead of the Dodgers? Giants two games up with three games to play. All right, so you're playing the Dodgers in the wild card. You're um, playing Scherzer, Wayno, who you like. Oh boy. Um <laughs> I, I, I still I still have to go with the Dodgers. Yeah. I, I do. God bless Cardinals, but the but but the man the Dodgers are putting a lineup out there and and but they're gonna have a hundred and they, they could have a hundred and five hundred and six wins and be the wild card team. I mean, yeah. you don't win that many games if you just you know. The other night they had like five home runs in an inning. The well, Dodgers. their season was on the line too. Yeah, because they were they were two games out and they're down like four runs in the eighth inning and mm-hmm. they hit four home runs. Yeah, right. So it, something sparked in them. By the way, the Giants have been winning. Yeah. And the Dodgers have been winning. And mm-hmm. it, even, like, when the Cardinals were – the Cardinals won, what did you say, like 17 in a row, and yeah. they, they, they won. Those other two teams tw- were still tw- winning. They were still winning. You you didn't make up a lot of ground on the Giants and the Dodgers. Yeah, right. Which is pretty amazing. Which is pretty amazing. I'll also say this, that – and this is just looking at next year, when it's all said and done, no matter how this turns out. Now if the Cardinals win the World Series, yay. But – there's still a reason that you finished behind Milwaukee five, six games, and you won like 20 out of 22 in, you know, so far in September, and you're still going to finish five, six games behind Milwaukee. Don't waltz into next year saying, like, we are the best team in the National League Central and we're better than everybody else in this division. That would be a good point. That would be a big mistake. That's an interesting point. Um, you know, these teams petered out at the end, Cincinnati and whatnot, but they still. Don't don't get so delusional, Cardinals, that you think that you're that team. Right. I agree with you on all that. And you know me, I'm a Cubs fan. But if I'm speaking objectively, 
I will say the Cardinals also didn't have a starting rotation this year. Right. And if that starting rotation is healthy next year, I st- I think the Cardinals heading into the season will be slight favorites to win the division over the Brewers. I would I would I could agree with that, but that's not a given. And you're yeah. also going into you know, the Braves won a division didn't have their best player for half the season. It's pretty amazing. There's a there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know, the Brewers won a division going away. Kristen Yelich needs to give his money back this year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good point regarding the Braves because I feel yeah. like you know nobody's really talking about them. Right, I, I think they could maybe sneak in there and win a series. Well, they also they got a little cash to spend, and I'm telling you, they uh, they need pitching. That lineup's they get a Kuna back in that lineup. That lineup's okay. They got they got to find some pitchers. Though. You know who's got a lot of money to spend this offseason? Well, Cardinals gonna have some, and the Northsiders. Oh, all right. Well, I'm hearing maybe Correa, maybe Seager. Get one of those big free agents in there. Maybe, well, the, the rebuilding may not be what people think it's going to be. No, no, I hear you. I I hear you. You 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 know, you put Sager in that shortstop slot there, yep. you know. It looks like Baez is gonna resign in New York from what I hear. That's what I hear too. They're not they're not mad at him. They were, but they like him. Man, you want to talk about cards fans being on pins and needles for that wild card game. Mm-hmm. You have all the elation from what transpired the last two and or it three means weeks. Nothing. It me it <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got that one game and then what does it mean, that winning streak after that, if you get bounced? Right. That's going to be an interesting one. And everybody, to watch. look, I'm telling you, Cardinal fan will carry it with her into next year and say, like, that proved we're one of the best teams in baseball. I was like, no, that proves you won a bunch of games in September. Because what matters is who wins the last game of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Oh, and by the way, let's say the Cardinals snuck in even without it and then got beat in the wild card game. Yeah. People would be saying, oh, this season, who cares? But because they won all those games in a row now, it's like, oh, yeah, we're that team. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. By the way, I got some feedback from your comment uh, last week. A lot of people agree with you, and they like the point you made about you take the best team of all time and you throw them in the World Series against, like, the Orioles this year. <laughs> yeah, they, right. may, they may win a game or two. <laughs> yes. They probably will. They probably will. That's how right. baseball goes. Yeah, right. That's why I don't play baseball, man. You know what I mean? I played baseball, but that's why I, I – I, no, you ain't put, I ain't putting a dime on a baseball game. Hey, before we sign off, how about them Cowboys? Hey, man. This I, is the year oh, they break through, I think. Oh, my gosh. We, we Let's see. Noon. Noon. Sunday at home, Panthers. Let's let's we'll see. They still undefeated. Yeah, they got a good defense too. Got a good defense. Sam Darnold, yeah, doing good. Yeah, Cowboys are good though, man. They, they got something brewing. They this got year. a little bit of something. Brewing. Plus, we're we're playing some decent defense and, and missing like five defensive starters mm-hmm. or five defensive players. Two starters, five defensive players. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, man. Thanks for joining. Always, dude. My man, Alvin Reed. I am Marty Jenkins. Hope you guys enjoy the games this weekend. Monster weekend on the college football gridiron. And uh, we will check back with you next week. Take care, guys. You've been listening to the College Football Connection podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Sports talk for St. Louis. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. 
You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.